the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. Let's go back to Proverbs. Proverbs, the 14th chapter. Because we want to notice again what the wisdom writer says to us there. And dear ones, as we look back at our text and we begin to press into it, we want to notice that the word backslider that is used here, it comes from a Hebrew word that means to flinch. The word backsliding means to flinch or to go back or go backwards in a thing or to retreat in something, or to retreat from someone. And so it means to flinch. You know, you know how back in the day when you go even, you know, go like that to somebody and they flinch, they would, you never nobody would ever flinch forward. Because <laughs> you don't go like this, I don't even act like you're gonna punch them. They don't go they don't flinch forward like, yeah, hit me harder. They always flinch backwards. They go backwards when they flinch. To backslide means to flinch. To go backwards, to retreat from something. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Oh my. And so, in other words, what is being described for us here is a moving away from something, a moving away from a firm and solid and solid stance or position in something, and a going backwards or going back to or going back towards something else. That is what is being described when we talk about backsliding. It is a going backwards from something, a retreating from something. And dear ones, when we talk about a person backsliding in their relationship with the Lord, here we go now, all backsliding involves at least three things. All backsliding involves at least three things. There are two sets of these that we have that the Lord has given me to share with you. This is the first set of these three things. All backsliding involve at least three things. There is a renouncing of something, there is a reneging on something, and there is a returning to something. There is a renouncing of something, there is a reneging on something, and there is a returning 
to something. There is a renouncing that happens because to renounce something means that you are now rejecting something that you previously had and held on to. You are rejecting it. You are refusing and resigning a right or a position that you once previously had. You once had a position. You once had a right to have certain things. But now you are resigning of those things and you are rejecting that privilege that you once had. You are refusing to recognize or abide by something any longer. When you backslide, you are refusing to recognize and abide by something any longer. The Lord says, don't, don't, do not commit fornicate. Do not commit fornication. He said, no, I want to I do that. I don't want to abide by that any longer. I want to do what I want. You about I want to do what I want to do. I don't want to abide by that no. The Lord says, stop, don't steal. He said, no, no, I, 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 want, I don't want to abide by that any longer. Do not steal. I don't want to do that. I, I, I want to steal now. You are refusing to abide by something any longer. You are, you are declaring that you will no longer engage or support something. The Lord says, seek my face. You say, I don't want to seek your face, Lord. I don't want to, I don't, Lord, Lord impress upon you, get back into my word, seek me in my word. I don't want to read your word. I want to do something else. You are refusing to engage or support something that you once previously were in. Lord, have mercy. And, and, and so, dear ones, all of these things are being done by a person in reference to their relationship and their commitment to Jesus Christ. And so there is a renouncing of something that takes place. But there is also a reneging on something that happens. Because to renege on something means to go back on a promise, to go back on an undertaking, or to go back on a contract that a person had entered into. When you renege on something, you are going back on a promise. You are going back on an undertaking. You are going backwards on a contract that you entered into. Now, this contract that we're talking about with regards to Scripture and spiritual things is called a covenant that you entered into with the Lord Jesus Christ. Or you entered into with God the Father, I should say, through the Lord Jesus Christ. You entered into a covenant with Him. You accepted God's offer of salvation that He gave to you. He said, if you accept my son and the sacrifice that he made on Calvary for your sins, I will accept that from you as full payment for all of your sin. I'll accept that. You are going back on that covenant. And so, dear ones, in other words, you are now going back on all of the previous promises of commitment that you made. You are going back on all of the pledges of personal obedience that you gave to the Lord. And you are going back on all the statements concerning your steadfastness. And you are now, you are going back on all those things that you have previously made to the Lord and you are now acting as if none of those things apply to you anymore in any way. You are now operating, living, and conducting your life as if none of the things that you had previously said to the Lord, pledged to the Lord, spoke to the Lord, apply to you in any way whatsoever. And there is a return that takes place. 
there is a returning to something that happens. Because to backslide from something, dear ones, means that you are now sliding backwards from something or someone and towards something or someone else. Nobody backslides to go back to nothing. Hear me now. Please hear what I'm saying. Nobody backslides to go back to nothing else. You always backslide to or towards something else. You have left the Lord and you are now going back to something other than the Lord. And notice how the Lord in Jeremiah, the third chapter, verses 8 and 10, equates backsliding, the backsliding of Israel and Judah that they were doing to him as to them committing adultery against him and trading in one love for another lover. Notice what we're told with Jeremiah, the third chapter. Let's read verses 8 and 10. Jeremiah, the third chapter, starting at verse 8. Notice what the Lord says there. He says, And I saw when for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a bill of divorcement, yet her treacherous sister Judah feared not, but went and played the harlot also. And it came to pass through the lightness of her whoredom that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and with stocks. And yet for all this, her treacherous sister Judah has not returned, uh, has not turned unto me with her whole heart, but feignly or in a false way that they did it, saith the Lord. Notice how the Lord equates backsliding with a person committing adultery against him. Because you are leaving one love for another love. And so, dear ones, but back in Proverbs, back in Proverbs 14. Because, dear ones, as we look again at our text, we want to notice we want to notice where we are told a person's backsliding originates from and stems from. Notice the text one more time. The backslider in heart shall be filled with their own ways. And so we are told here where a person's backsliding originates and stems from. We are told that it originates and stems from within a person's heart. Now there are several things that we want to take note of here, dear ones. One thing is we are told that the issue of a person's backsliding is an internal issue that comes from within a person and it is not an external issue that is being brought on or brought upon a person. As I said, we, we, people talk about your, your, a person's inability to ever backslide and they use scriptures that, that say, Jesus says, no man can pluck you out of his hand there was that is an external issue being brought upon you, trying to take you away from the Lord. That is not what backsliding is talking about. Backsliding is an internal issue. It starts within a person's own heart. Now it is at this point, there was for me, it calls into question those who hold to the who, who hold to the belief of the perpetuity of a person's salvation. That is the belief that says once a person has has, has made a confession of faith in the Lord that they can never lose what they have. They can never lose it. And they use passages of Scripture, as I said, to support their position. We looked at two of them. Let's look at one more. In the book of Romans, the 8th chapter. Romans, the 8th chapter. Because they use these verses of Scripture to substantiate and support their position. So I want for us to see what it is that they're saying. Because again, these are brothers and sisters in the Lord that hold to this. 
So let's see exactly what they're talking about. Romans the 8th chapter, verse 35. Paul says there, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on this station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. Now, dear ones, what we want to notice from this passage of Scripture is we want to notice that all of the things that Paul mentions here are external things. They are external to us. They are outside of us. Peril, sword, persecution. These are all outside of us, and they are being brought upon us or brought to us in an effort to separate us, to cause a separation in our relationship with the Lord. And, and, and so, dear ones, Paul is letting us know here in Romans the 8th chapter, that none of the things that he describes, either individually or collectively, have the capacity to separate us from Jesus Christ. None of them, either individually or collectively. God says here in Romans 8, he says, I don't care if all these things come against you all at the same time. They cannot stop my love for you. They cannot remove you out of my hand. But dear one, and that's an encouraging thing. That's a wonderful thing to know. Amen. That's an encouraging and a, and a hopeful thing to know. Amen. But dear ones, with the issue of backsliding, we are not talking about something that is external to a person coming upon them. We are talking about an internal decision yes. that one is willfully making to put down, let go of, and leave behind them something that they were previously in possession of. And so it is not something that is being taken away from you. It is something that you are willfully and volitionally letting go of. Another thing that we want to notice, dear ones, is that because this movement backwards 
is something that originates within a person's heart. The wisdom writer says the backslider in heart. And so it originates within a person's heart. Because it originates there, dear ones, this lets us know that it is also something that is hard to detect and can sometimes go on in a person's life unnoticed and undetected for an extended period of time until it finally becomes more advanced and begins to outwardly manifest itself in that person's life. There are, again, the Lord impressed upon me, the, 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 the title is, You Left Me Long Before You Said Goodbye. The decision to leave me was made long before you actually left. And so, and so there was, because it happens within a person's heart, that decision could have been made long before you see any outward manifestation of it. Any outward evidence that that decision has really been made. Things could go on for an extended period of time, and you can see it can seem like everything is fine, everything is okay, there's no problem here, everything is moving along smoothly and favorably. But a decision was made within that person's heart that has started a process that no one is aware of until it becomes more advanced in that person's life. And then you finally begin to see the evidences of that decision manifesting themselves in that person's life. Yes. Now, unlike us, dear ones, the Lord is able to see and to detect yes. and to pick up, pick up on this backward movement the very moment it begins to take place within our lives. Amen. The very moment it begins to take place within our lives, the Lord sees it, He's aware of it, He's detected it, and He knows all about it. Because, dear ones, notice what we're told about the Lord there are a couple places we want to go. So Proverbs 17 and 3, and then we're going to look at Proverbs 20 and 27. So Proverbs 17 and 3, notice what it says there. It says, the wisdom writer there says, The finding pot is for silver and the furnace for gold. But the Lord tries the hearts. The Lord is the one that tries or, or refines or purifies the heart. And then Proverbs 20 and 27, notice what the wisdom writer there says. It says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The Lord says, your spirit is like a candle to me. And I eat out of my ignorance. Your spirit is like a candle to me. And I use it to search. The Lord says, I examine everything. Because your spirit is my candle. And then let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews, the, the fourth chapter. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Notice what we're told there, dear ones. We're told there in Hebrews, the fourth chapter. It says, verse 12, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Well, I, I see it. I see it. I saw it when you made that decision. Now, you made the decision. You made the decision weeks ago, months ago, years ago. But I saw it. I knew it was there. I noticed it. Things went on as if everything was fine. Things went on as if there was no problem whatsoever. But I knew you made that decision. I came to you about it. I spoke to you about it. I 
talk to you about it. I encourage you to turn from the decision that you made. I came to you and spoke to you in dreams, in revelations, in, in, in messages that you heard, in Bible studies that you attended, in Sunday school lessons that you taught. I, heard, I talked to you. I spoke to you. The pastor was preaching, but I was speaking to your heart. The teacher was teaching, but I was whispering in your ear, talking to you about the decision that you had made. Nobody else knew. Nobody else was aware. Nobody else was around. But the Lord says, I knew. And you knew it too. Now there are some whom the Lord may give a measure of insight and discernment to. That they, and so they may pick up on traces or, or indications of this backward movement beginning to take place within a person's life. But for most people, they will not know or see anything about it until it begins to fully manifest itself within a person's life. Through their actions, through their attitudes, through their conduct and their behavior. And it will seem for many, to, it, will, it will shock them, it will amaze them. They will be shocked and amazed because it will seem as if it is coming out of nowhere. It is happening so unexpectedly in that person's life. I never would have thought that. I didn't see that. I, I was not aware of that. I, I, how, when, when did that happen? But dear ones, in reality, what is taking place is what is displaying itself now in that person's life is something that originated within their hearts with a decision that they made long before you see any evidence of it. Amen. It was a decision that was made. Long before you see any evidence of that decision. This is why when the Holy Spirit comes to you and tells you to check your relationship with the Lord Amen. and to make sure that your commitment to the Lord is staying strong, it is firmly in place in your life, and it is rooted and grounded in the truth of God's Word and not based upon things like your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, or even your own willpower. I ain't never going to backslide. I will never turn from the Lord. That's your willpower speaking. That's your will saying something. Don't say those things. You've got to base your relationship with the Lord upon His Word and what He says in His Word. The truth of God's Word. Because when you do those types of things, dear ones, and you blow off the warnings of the Holy Spirit, you blow off the cautions that He brings to you, you blow off the things that He comes to you and speaks to you about. Dear ones, when you do that and you act like those things do not apply to you, you are doing something that is setting you up for a fall because the Holy Ghost is coming to you to tell you and remind you and show you you are closer to a fall than you really believe you are. You are closer to a fall than you really think you are. When he comes to you and speaks to you like that, when he comes to you and talks to you in those ways, he's trying to make you aware you are closer than you think. Your professions of strength and stability, those are just professions. In your heart, the Holy Ghost says, I see your heart. Amen. And I see you're closer to a fall than you really realize, than you really understand. And thirdly, we want to notice that while the exact cause of a person's backsliding, the exact cause can vary because it, it depends upon the person. 
you know, uh, James tells us in the, in the book, in, in the book of in the, in the epistle, I should say, in the epistle of James. James says, "Every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lusts and enticed." So every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lusts. What I may lust after may differ from what Brother Darrell lusts after. And what Brother Darrell lusts after may differ from what Elder Jefferson lusts after. And what Elder Jefferson lusts after may differ from what Deaconess Marla lusts after. Each individual is, in, is, is specific and unique in of themselves. Certain things may cross lines, but there are other things that will stay separate and distinct to that person. Oh, that person. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 